0: that's something that i feel like because of my near death experience like we need to talk about it more. we need yeah. to talk about death because it, hap- it happens to that's one thing we all have in common. yeah. all of us. and we need to like come to terms with it and not be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. i believe that love is all around us. love is
1: everything and everywhere. i am love. you are love. we are all love in our divinity in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being. We are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding and accepting this can only be achieved together it starts with each and every one of us we are one and it's time we start acting that way i am so so grateful that you're here i love you i support you and i'm here for you let's together create more love in this world let's do this My brother Tom is today's guest. We're best friends and have always been super close. He's such a good guy and has a really big heart. He's been a huge part of my personal and spiritual growth, which I'm so grateful for, and having him in my life is a blessing. Two of the main things we talk about during the episode we consider to be some of the biggest issues we face as the human race, which rob us from our peace, happiness, and enlightenment. It's our collective fear of death and our judgment of others and ourselves. I hope our convo can help you see both of these from a new perspective. All right, everybody, we have a really special one today. I am joined by my brother, Tom. Welcome to the podcast. What's up, Jess? Yes. Uh, So me and Tom are really, really close. We are only uh, 20 months apart. He is the older brother, and um, yeah, we've just been really, really close for forever. He's helped me in a lot of things in life, being the older brother. We lived in New York City uh, together in the same apartment and then in different apartments. Uh, We both lived out in San Diego for a little while together, and then uh, now we are down in Florida. We're right outside of uh, Orlando, and we are living together right now. And then in the next, within the next two months, we are moving to Saint Petersburg in our own places. Yep. But really excited about that. Um, why are you? Why are, I, I know that we both are, but why are you so excited to move to Saint Petersburg? Uh,
0: I like to, I like it's like more of a a vibe. You can like walk around outside, yes. right? It's like healthy options. The gym is literally half a block away from me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just super, super pumped. It's a good, definitely a good vibe in St. Petersburg. Yeah, so the, yeah, other,
1: yeah. yeah the other day Tom was sending me uh, saunas that we can go to, yoga studios, gyms, uh, a bunch
0: of like the really good stuff. Hyperbaric that- chambers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sensory deprivation tanks, like everything.
1: Every, yeah. so just so many little things to try to... Elevate our awareness and connect more to our higher self and higher consciousness. So yeah, it just seems like a great place. Like one of my favorite parts about it is that um, they are the biggest pride parade in all of Florida. So like with that, I'm just like, yes. Yeah. So it just like shows you where they're at as like a town and as a city. They're very progressive. They're forward thinking. They're very accepting, uh, which is cool. And then yes, there's like this little two mile or more strip on like Central Avenue. Central Avenue. Yeah, that just has like tons of stuff, um, tons of restaurants. And, and uh, again, it's just like there's like a healthy atmosphere there and like a sense of like well being. Um, which I think is just gonna be great for us.
0: Yeah, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna be cool. We're gonna be like a mile away from each other. I'm gonna get a scooter.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> electric
0: scooter, scooter my way to your, to you on the regular. It's gonna yes, be fun.
1: it's gonna be so awesome. Yeah, thinking about getting like a bike or a scooter, just so we can move around and so we can hang out and see each other, because it's like great. Like right now, we spend a lot of time with each other, and we have these really uplifting, uh, open-minded uh, conversations, which have been just, I think, just incredible for. Uh, our growth you know Mm -hmm. in in so many ways
0: yeah it's kind of crazy like um and we both find ourselves in this situation that like every conversation that we're in that's like not work related is all like higher vibration conversations like how can we better ourselves like how did I uh have a thought today that my ego overtook me a little bit but I became aware of it and like you know it's 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 kind of like we're in like a super class here with you, Annalie, and myself. And shout out to Kayla. We miss you um, in New York right now. Mm But yeah. Yeah, it's been incredible because we do uh, a mastermind call
1: every Thursday with other people who have been on the podcast, like Lee, my buddy Rev, uh, Kate Stone, Tim Cozine. They've all been guests on the podcast. And those calls are incredible because we really have just like really high... Higher vibrational thoughts, yeah, and um, it's cool to have that for an hour a week. But it's like really special, and I think about this a lot now since we've been living with each other again. Those are great. Um, it's really like so I, I cherish those so much. But the fact that we're able to continue those conversations throughout, like every single day, is just like a gift and something I am just being as grateful as possible for. Mm-hmm. Because in a little bit, we're not going to have it as much anymore.
0: Yeah. That, that's a thing I was talking to Annalie about that um, as much as I want to move, to, to move in a month and a half, it's like it's always important to be in the moment and um, be grateful about what's happening right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, again, it's so crazy over the last year and a half, all the changes that have happened um, and all the things that have put us here and all of us like really becoming – And trying every day to be the best versions of ourselves because it doesn't it doesn't just happen you have to have to be intentional with it um, and like really think about it and it definitely helps with those mastermind calls we do every week Um, it's like kind of like going to church
1: yeah yeah. (laughs) you know Uh
0: Um, it's interesting to have a group of people that we can sit and talk to and reflect on our past week and kind of you know just like talk about it and there's no judgment like at all and we kind of uh, we definitely help each other. Um, you know, we kind of notice that like, we have certain things going on in our lives and then we literally just talk it out on like how to approach it from a higher vibrational stance, mm-hmm. uh, instead of being, you know, it's very easy to get wrapped up in the world and kind of get lost, but um, those are very, like, they're very good to like get, come back and get centered, right? Totally, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, there's, um
1: like with St. Petersburg, right? I, my mind keeps projecting me forward to St. Petersburg and how excited I am to be there. And then, you know, I'll kind of be aware that that's happening. And we talk about this all the time, like living in the present and living in the now, because all we have is right now. Mm -hmm. Like that thought of St. Petersburg is an illusion. Like it doesn't even exist yet. And all those thoughts I'm having about it, not one of those may be what actually happens once we're there. It
0: might not ever happen. You never know. (laughs) So true. I I think COVID taught us that, you know, like tomorrow isn't really a guarantee things can change very, very quickly. Not even to get to politics, but like for those people in Afghanistan right now, one day their lives were one way, the next day things kind of changed, right? Definitely being present and, because again, the only thing that exists is right now. The past is gone, the future doesn't exist yet. Yep. Um, You know, like we've had a couple people that we know that were uh, uh, were close to have near-death experiences recently and actually like suddenly pass and as that happens, you know, kinda of like reflect and it's like be who I am supposed to be right now because again, like it's like such a cliche. Tomorrow's not yeah. given to you. Um but yeah. So. But, yeah,
1: but it's like, it's really not. And that's why, and I, I've talked about this, I think a few times in other podcast episodes though, because this, this book has just like transformed my life and it's so profound. It's The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And it really just gives you such a clear understanding of the importance and the power of being in the now. Because again, even with St. Petersburg, it's like, I can keep projecting myself there. And you're right, like that may never come. You know Hopefully it does, but it's like if I'm, I'm gonna spend all my time projecting myself into the future and not enjoying what is actually happening right now. And that, then I do like I'll pull myself back to the moment and I'm like, okay, like I'm not gonna have this time with like Tom Nana Lee moving forward. you know what I mean? I'm not gonna we're not gonna have this house. We're not gonna have this pool. We're not gonna have, the, you know just everything that we have right now in this moment is not gonna be there anymore in the next couple of months. So just really, when my mind gets projected, just really trying you know not trying being aware and then pulling it back to the now because this is it and it's like it's a really wild idea and 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 once you like can fully grasp it and like i'll lose it here and there you know i'll grasp it the power of now and then i'll lose it and then i'll grasp it again it's like it comes and goes but when i can really just focus on right now and like, I'm doing it right now. And it feels, and it, <laughs> and it feels great. It just, you know, to, to put our focus in the reality, the only reality that actually exists. And Eckhart talk, talks a lot about that, that it's like, this is all that we have is now, is here. And so much of our lives, we're living in the past or we're living in the future of the what if.
0: Yeah, living in the, so worrying about the future causes anxiety. Yeah. Worrying about, and being concerned with the past causes depression, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, just again, just super important because it's like even when I get really excited about what the future holds, it kind of causes anxiety mm. because even it's even though it's great, it's it's causing a separation from now, yeah. and it's causing a gap in that extra space, um, and like and if you're always doing that, like always focusing on the next thing, you are never enjoying what's happening right now, mm-hmm. ever um and again that's like a practice um i know you have we've all been kind of like in the house uh been focusing on especially recently mm-hmm. and and it it's funny like when you're present all everything else melts away it
1: it uh, it's so yeah it's so crazy and that's so true and i'll have moments of like anxiety about the future and i'm like oh my gosh like what what's going to happen tomorrow with this you know appointment that i have or with anything like there's a million different things Mm -hmm. that we could like be anxious or worrying about in the future and then like that book has been so helpful and then like when i start to have those thoughts luckily and i'm grateful that i'm able to to most of the time and i say most of the time but like who knows how often because the times i'm not catching myself i don't even realize it's happening (laughs) so it's like i think i'm catching myself a lot of the time it feels like i am but it, it and and like thank thank god for that book because i'll feel those moments about or feel those emotions about the future and then i will realize it's happening realizing that those thoughts don't serve me that i i can't do anything about that right now and then i will bring myself back to the present and it's so true the anxiety of it just it literally just falls away it like just dissipates mm-hmm. and i think there's like a big difference in. i'm not saying to an eckhart is I mean he says it so beautifully but it's like not ever it's like not thinking about the future it's that's not what it is it's not like ever thinking about it it is not being caught up in the anxiety or the fear or any sort of negative emotion about the future it can be like yeah i have an appointment tomorrow that i have to go to at three o'clock okay cool all right now let me prepare for that and in my preparation for it i'm not like oh shit like what's gonna happen are they gonna is it not gonna go well are they gonna you know um, it's, it's, not the, it's not the ego jumping in and, and all the worry. You can still be aware. And this is something that we talked about a lot recently too. Yeah. It's like there's a big, huge difference about being aware of something and being inundated and consumed and brought down. Bringing
0: your emotions it. into it. Yeah. Be, all right. There's awareness and emotions.
1: So like what Eckhart says too, it's like he talks about like uh, clock time. Right. Where it's like because of the reality that we live in, we have to be aware that we have schedules and things are happening at certain times. Right, It's like that's just the world that we live in. So he's not saying just to totally negate that, but it's it's really the idea of being aware of these things happening, preparing yourselves for them but not being caught in the craziness of it. And that's mm. such a difference. And, like, before hearing that, I didn't realize there even was a difference. Mm. You know what I mean? I thought just, like, they were tied in together. I didn't think you could have that separation of being aware of something but not being caught up in it and being freaked out by it or worried about it. It's
0: kind of like compartmentalizing. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then also knowing that, like, there's no really positives in worrying about the future because yeah. in reality, like... Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, I know one thing I've been really thinking about a lot is that, like, the one thing that people fear the most is, like, dying. Mm. But we talk about this a lot yeah. that, like, there is no such thing as death. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that, there's nothing to be afraid of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, like, one of the main things. I know we talked about it, in, um, but when I, I got in a car accident, um, Right. Well, how long? I was twenty four?
1: I was gonna say I, I was still in I was in college. It was my junior year of college, so I think I was twenty. Right. So what were you, twenty-two, maybe?
0: Yeah. Twenty three? So something yeah, it was something like that. So like and that was one of the best things that's ever happened to me because I fell asleep driving, going ninety miles per hour, yeah. in a convertible, hit a car in front of me, flipped it and skidded. And um for every, anybody that hears this, like please know that there is something after. I, I was actually given a choice. So I went somewhere when I was upside down, and I was it was like this overwhelming love, and it was like white kind of. It wasn't really like a place. It was more like a feeling. And they're like, do you want to come with us or do you want to stay? And I was like, I don't want to leave them yet. And then boom, I woke up. Like I literally should be dead or have a disabled. Like I should be disabled. Yeah. But I was out of the hospital in three days, and uh, I don't know. I th- like we talk about this a lot. I think the two major issues with humanity are fear of death and judging people.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like, um, yeah. Every single human being has their perspective, and it's equally as valid. If somebody thinks completely differently than I think, it doesn't mean I'm right and they're wrong, or vice versa. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why each individual thinks the way they do. It's because they've had different circumstances. Every single human being has had different circumstances in their life. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to do, be better about having respect for what each, other, each other's beliefs are and what they think. You know, like, again, the whole judging is something that I see we're, we're seeing a lot in the world right now. Yeah. And it's like we need more love. Sure. Less judging people being brought together.
1: Awesome. So let's talk about both these things, right? Fear of death and then judging people. So since we're kind of shifted to the judging people, we'll just continue with that. It's like, and that's such a good point. It's like, literally everybody is living in their own universe. Yes. In their own reality. So how can we expect somebody to always think exactly like we think or feel the exact same way or have the same opinion on something like that? It's like, of course, we're going to have differing opinions. Like, Like, it's almost like, duh, like, Of course we are, because even in this moment right now that me and you are communicating and talking, we've had, I mean, we're brothers, so some have been similar, but even in our similar experiences, they've been different for us, right? right? So in every moment leading up to right here, right now, has been our own reality, our own world, our own growing up, our, our own experiences. So it's like, yes, of course, people are going to have different ideas than you. And that doesn't mean that you need to hate them. Or feel negative towards them you can totally disagree with their opinion i i i absolutely agree with that but in that disagreement it doesn't mean that you have to have any ill will towards Mm -hmm. that person because what's helped me is understanding that i don't know where that person came from or how they grew up or any of their experiences at all like at all at
0: all and the only way to i mean i'd like like again everybody like everybody has different uh thoughts on things and the only way to really know is to talk to them yeah and ask questions because by doing that i've like completely understood where people's perspectives are from yeah like a lot of it comes from things that happened in their childhoods that right that like you would never ever know or it's the way they saw things happening in the world yep. you know like obviously um we thought we brought this up a little bit like Um, on that Joe Rogan podcast there's that girl from North Korea that escaped that perspective compared to somebody living in Calabasas rich they're completely different but they're both equally valid Mm -hmm. because they're both real Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's we really need to like embrace that you know like I like that people think differently me too you know it's like it's it's, it's actually beautiful because again we are not separate, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. We have our little individual avatar bodies that we in, incarnate into, mm-hmm. um, but we're all coming from a higher source, God, the universe, whatever you wanna call it. Um, we're really all one.
1: All right, we, and we are. And what you just said too about like, right? It is cool that we have different thoughts and different opinions on things that we're different. Like how boring would it be if we all literally thought exactly the same? I mean, like, no, no, no uniqueness. At all. It would be the most boring thing ever. Yeah. So it's like, and it's cool when you can hear someone else's point of view because it gives you a new perspective. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to latch onto that perspective and even believe it, but it's cool because it can show you a brand new way to think about something where it can at least open your mind a little bit to that person's thought or, or a new thought within yourself. And it can be something that you can just be aware of and take a step back from and like take a look at it and be like, huh, all right. This, is this something that, you know, I could understand more, or maybe I could believe, or this could be a part of like my path and my journey and my mind. And it's like, again, it doesn't always have to be, but new perspectives are like the funnest thing and like one of the best things about life. Because again, you don't have to, you can hear it. Just cause you hear someone's perspective doesn't mean you ha- it has to be yours. Like it can maybe, but it doesn't have to be. You're able to just
0: listen to it and take a step back Right, and when you can't separate it, and that's uh, Eckhart's new, uh, a new earth that we both started listening to, it talks a lot, a lot about ego, and when you, when when the whole concept is I'm right and you're wrong, that is ego, Mm -hmm. because, it just there's you're sleeping, you're unconscious if you believe that, Mm -hmm. you know it's very easy to get caught up in it, obviously, right. but again i'm right you're wrong that's not real because you're we're both right
1: yeah
0: it's end not or yeah. <laughs> we talk about that a lot it's end not or in all situations um and it's again it take that sort of thing takes practice because it's very easy to get triggered by something that somebody says that's the opposite of what you believe but again take a breath like realize they're they are also a human being
1: mm-hmm.
0: right mm-hmm. the other person is a human being and even if you have opposing beliefs, you are both right. That like the, doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but you're both right. Because it's based off of your experiences yes. and your
1: life. Yes. Right? And we all are, and this is, I think, a really important thing, too, um, in not judging people, and understanding, like you mentioned, that we are all one. We are all physical manifestations of source, of God, of the universe, again, whatever you want to call it, but... We are all one. We are literally all the same. We're just different manifestations. So in that difference, of course, we're going to have different opinions on things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've shared this story, I think on at least one of the uh, the other podcast episodes in terms of judging people. Everyone, please look up Daryl Davis. He is an African-American guy. He um, helped convert hundreds hundreds of KKK members out of the KKK. How he did this was he didn't judge them for where they came from and their beliefs of course he disagreed with them of course he did but he didn't judge them or label them in any certain way that he was better or that they were wrong or whatever it might have been what he did is that he sat with them and he listened to them first right he listened to their story he listened to where they came from and being the, being the kkk I would think most of the times that is like just the world that you grew up in. That is what you think is right. Of course, to us, we don't think that's right at all. But that's the world that they grew up in, the reality that they were a part that's of. That's all they know. That's all that exactly. That's literally all that they know. All right. So he would sit with them and just hear them and listen to them and allow them to explain. And in him being open to them, they would be open to him as well. And then they would want to understand where he came from. So they stopped seeing him as just this black man. Who they were racist against and looked down on they were able to connect with him and see him as a human being which is what he is which is what all of us are so they were able to put all of those things to the side and just connect in their oneness and connect as humans and if daryl davis can do that and i have no idea what that experience would be like i have no idea the courage it would take to go up to a kkk member as an african-american man and be able to be vulnerable and open and have those conversations. So, like, he inspires me because the fact that he's able to do that, I'm like, what is my excuse in not judging you, people?
0: You can't solve hate with more hate.
1: It's, oh, so true. Like, the, right? Like, the truest statement ever, it seems, like, so blatant and so obvious, but it's like, why are we doing, why, why are we doing that more consistently than, than the opposite?
0: Yeah, I think an easy way or uh, something that's helped me is look at people like they're children. Yeah, yeah. Like they're children that are just bigger now right like yeah. your age has nothing to do with really making you an adult right uh-huh. i know 12 year olds that are way more enlightened than like 60 year olds mm-hmm. right like age is definitely just a number and we're just products of our like our environment there's also a lot of science behind we're products of our parents dna like things that have happened there's that um there was that study, It was, uh, I believe it was on rats. So basically what they did was um, they shocked a bunch of rats and then, or the, I, think, I think they had them smell cherry blossoms and shocked them. Mm-hmm. They did it a bunch of times. Those rats had babies. The, the babies never saw that experiment, but when they uh, brought a cherry blossom into the room with those babies and they smelled them, they all freaked out. Mm-hmm. So that proves that that DNA like right, that DNA has memory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So yeah. what trauma do the people have from generational that they're not even aware of? Yeah. Right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just think too, also in like um I think a really important aspect to to think about for ourselves in terms of like judging other people, is that when and everyone like think about this. Whenever you've judged somebody else, and we've all done it it's okay we've all done it but whenever you judge someone else it never feels good for you
0: it <laughs> never feel- feels i feel like i'm rotting
1: yeah yeah seriously right yeah yep. it feels it's like it is so low vibrational you don't feel good you feel just you feel shitty it just like it's you're never like oh this feels awesome i'm glad i'm judging this person this makes me feel incredible it's like never that at all so it, there's just so many aspects and, and ways and 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 I think points in not judging people. And, you know, if you can even just start there and even start with your own self-love and self-care and be like, okay, well, I don't wanna feel like crap today. So even for that, I'm not gonna judge somebody. Because like in our judgments, a lot of times it's just in our mind and we're kind of thinking that about another person all the time. And it's like,
0: that person doesn't even feel it. It's usually programmed stuff that you've learned growing up seeing other people do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That you're not even aware. Yeah. The first step is being aware. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And then, like you said before, like you don't always realize it, um, but at least being aware and trying to catch yourself, that is the win.
1: Yeah.
0: How many people don't yeah. and are just ran by their emotions, right? Uh-huh. And they're unconscious. They're, they're sleeping, mm-hmm. right? Eckhart talks about it all the time. You can't even – right. and the hardest part that we um, encounter is when we encounter somebody that we love saying something that doesn't line up with us, uh, vibrationally, right? That's like lower and not being immediately pissed off (laughs) at them. Right. The way to attack it is to just remove emotion, be aware that they're, they don't know what they're saying. They're sleeping, hold that in a place of love and then just keep it moving. Don't get enveloped and angry at that I think that's probably one of the hardest things I know Eckhart's like if you really want to test your uh, how enlightened you are go visit your family for a yeah. weekend
1: yeah, yeah right yeah and that's it's it's so true when and we've all we've literally all been there too it's like when you're with your spouse or with whoever a friend a boyfriend a girlfriend your partner whatever and you know, one of them is like kind of angry and mad and they're saying something and they're literally in that moment, they're just unconscious. They really are right They're They're right. attaching themselves to prior things in their life, prior beliefs, and they're identifying themselves with those things. And it just brings them down. And it is so easy just to jump right in and kind of argue back and have your point be known and have your ego, you know, shine through and you be right. And it's like, that's what Eckhart talks about. It's like, when you do that cuz you're looking at that person being like Whew, you're like you're kind of un- you're like you're unconscious right now you know what i mean but as you jump into it you are just now equally unconscious yes uh-huh so it's like taking that step back realizing that's what's happening and just being there for that person in a place of love and understanding and just literally being there for them not engaging back with them just being there hearing what they have to say and coming back with love
0: and loving them person. for right loving them for who they are yes like regardless yep Regardless. Mm-hmm. Because, right, when
1: we don't love that person for who they, are, it, who they are in that moment, regardless of what they're doing, we are
0: resisting what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you have more work to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and we all do.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Whenever something uh, comes across your path and you find yourself reacting in a certain way, it's like, ah, uh, the universe just tested you they're all just tests to see if you are where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you start not reacting or reacting in a loving way, you'll kind of see that you don't really, that those situations don't occur anymore.
1: Yeah, right. Totally.
0: <laughs> because it's like you you learned. Uh-huh. So the universe doesn't give it to you anymore. Yep. And
1: yeah, I and mean, honestly to me, I feel like they're like they're little gifts, literally the universal God, like here, here's a gift for you. So you can understand where you're kind of lacking and where you need to work on more and, you know, where you're kind of missing something, right. And, right? and when you can look at it that way, it's like, when you can look at it as a gift, as opposed to this crappy thing that happened that now you're kind of pissed off about, it
0: just changes your whole world, your reality. It's, it's a gift in the way that it's an opportunity not to judge or it's an opportunity to forgive.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, when you're, when you're faced with one of those situations. Mm-hmm. Because in every situation, you're, you're basically, through your actions, saying who you are. Yes are you forgiveness or are you judgment Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right and maybe in that moment you were judgment but it's okay like it's not the end of the world um you know like you you took uh inventory of that and all right cool i realized i'm going to do better next time Mm -hmm. right and then try again i think that's such an important point is like it's really it's
1: not the end of the world and you said before too, it's like the first step is your awareness, right? So you might be aware that this is happening and then that is like, be happy and proud of yourself that you're just even aware. Even if you kind of lowered your vibration and got caught up in it, in the unconsciousness, just be grateful that you had the awareness at first. That, that's it, like don't beat yourself up for being lost in the unconsciousness. Be thankful and grateful and appreciative and love yourself that you were even aware of it.
0: And then grow from there, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a good point too. Not beating yourself up. Yeah. I beat I used to beat myself up for years, and it's important to just be gentle with yourself, yeah. right? Because again, we're here just to experience, and uh, and it doesn't help anybody when you're judging yourself, yeah. right? Essentially, yeah. you're just judging yourself. Exactly. Yep.
1: Yeah. And I yeah, and that's something I I. I am actively working at and I am getting better at because I would beat myself up in like just the littlest ways and I didn't realize I was doing it and that was like one of the biggest detriments to my entire being. You know what I mean? Me judging myself in moments when I just didn't need to at
0: all. Right, you judge yourself, you feel bad about it. Then you judge yourself more. Uh Then you you feel bad about it, you judge yourself more.
1: Yep. Right, so it's something that like I am like, always working on, I think it's like really important in these moments to admit and be like, I do this too. You know what I mean? And like, we're not perfect at all. Of course not. Hell no. (laughs) But we're trying
0: Yes. like really hard, Yeah. you know? And then something our grandfather said, um, and then like in life, if you mess up, just say you made a mistake, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you, if you wrong somebody, go to them, apologize. Sorry, I messed up. And then it goes away Yeah. by not apologizing or, or, um, you know, like if you don't apologize, then it just hangs over your head and you feel bad about it. And then there's that energy between you and that person. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's okay. Like not apologizing and thinking that you're too good is ego, not apologizing, apologizing is ego 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. And just being aware of when it's not your higher self, your ego is taking over because I mean, your ego and Eckhart, again, we keep bringing up Eckhart because he just, I don't don't have words for that man. And like, like in those moments too, it's forgive
1: your, it's literally like forgive yourself and and don't judge yourself. Like when somebody has wronged you, it gives you a moment to practice forgiveness. Or when you've wronged somebody else, it gives you the opportunity to come forth and apologize. And like you said before, it's like in this moment where I wrong somebody, who am I going to be? Am I going to be the person that can admit that I did something wrong, and I can go apologize to this person and make amends? Am I going to be that beautiful person, or am I going to be a beautiful, or am I going to be the person that says, you know, "f you"? Or making
0: excuses continuously? No, no, I didn't. Blah blah blah. And then it's like, and then it just continues. It. Yeah. If you just apologize, it goes away, and it's done. It goes what away. What will somebody say to you? Hey, I made a mistake. Okay. What can somebody say to you after that? Right. And it
1: does it. It just releases
0: it from us. Yes.
1: And like that's literally how we're able to move on. And when we don't do things like that, that energy, that situation, that gets stuck within us.
0: Yeah. And, and we don't release it. And you carry. You actually, I feel it. Yep. It's You're like really that. Like... It's like that pit in your stomach.
1: Uh huh. And that's where it is. And I, 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 this is something that we've talked about a bunch too. It's like, who am I going to be? Who am I going to be in the world? Who, who like, who is it's not even Justin, like who is my soul and, and how does my soul want to be in this moment? Do I want to put good energy and positivity into the world or am I going to choose to do the opposite and be negative and bring people down? It's like, who am I going to choose to be and show up in every single moment?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? And it's because we have, we've talked about this a lot. It's like our souls, what well, you know, we, we come here to learn and to grow and from our higher self, you know, I our thought for my higher self can be, well, of course I'm gonna practice forgiveness. Like, of course I, that's who I am. Of course I would do that. But it's like once we come into this physical reality, we're able to then practice and then show up to be who we think that we were
0: going to be. Right. Well, I mean, the idea is that when you're born into Justin, because you're not really Justin. You're playing Justin in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And you're born forgetting who you are to relearn that you're something more from a completely different perspective. Um, the idea of reincarnation is something that all the best teachers talk about, and I'm a firm believer in it. Um, you know, like, imagine you remember your past lives now, you wouldn't be able to live, yeah. right? You wouldn't be able to. That's why you have to forget, and then the way they explain death is, or Eckhart again, I mean, so many teachers, Abraham Hicks, so many. Is that when you transition, like, you, like this? Is, science knows this. Energy doesn't go away; right. it just transitions, right? So when the way they explain it is like, when you die, it's like waking up from a dream, and you're like, "Oh, this is who I am." In the same way, when you're dreaming, like, have you have you noticed your what, certain times in your life with that when you're dreaming, you're like, "Holy shit, I'm dreaming right now." Yeah, yeah, oh, I have. I, yeah, like I know, Annalise, uh uh, has lucid dreams, but it's kind of the same thing because you're living that life and then you wake up, you're like, oh, okay. Sometimes you'll remember something. Sometimes you may learn things from dreams, but again, that, according to these teachers, that's exactly what happens when you pass on. So imagine really knowing and understanding that you don't die. How freeing is that? Mm-hmm. And knowing that you chose to come here and experience whatever situation that you're in, even if it's difficult. Because from a higher perspective, when you chose to come into that body, when you chose to come into that body, you knew that, you know, five years, 70 years, 50 years, 100 years is a blip. It's almost nothing in the in the grand scheme of infinite, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, all right, I'll go experience that because you know you can't die. like. Yeah, it just and and that goes with all all people all suffering in the world like that's definitely a hard concept to grasp that people chose to come into bodies like that. Totally. Um, but again from a higher higher perspective your higher self knowing that it's not going to be forever that you're just experience you're just experiencing and that will teach you that will teach your higher self and your soul something. That's like so powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? It's like you come to experience these things for the overall growth of your soul, the overall growth of your being, and this is perfect, this like came right back around to fear of death. Yeah. It was awesome, this is awesome, and uh, I, like, listen, so like we we know that fear of, fear of death is one of the things that trumps a lot of experiences. A lot of people's
0: lives. I mean, it's literally all anybody talks about. It's why people don't really live their life because they're afraid of dying. Mm -hmm. But again, you don't die. And it all stems from, like, all religions, at the core of them, are right. You know, like, treat people like you want to be treated. Like, all that type of, you know, everything has a goal. Everybody has a goal. Every religion has a golden rule, that sort of thing. Um, But then humans got involved. And they realized they can use it as a control mechanism. So what better way to control people is to tell them, if you don't do what we tell you, you're going to burn in hell forever. So I said this to people really close to me in my life because I grew up very Catholic. And um, I just started seeing a lot of hypocrisy. And we went to to a Catholic high school and I was like, these teachers are like evil. They're like literally lying and like they're like, I was like, something's not right here. As soon as I turned 18, I stopped going to church. Mm -hmm. Um, But... The control mechanism, I might've just said this, of like, if you don't do what we say, you're gonna burn in hell forever. Does it make sense that an all loving God would give you 70 years, and if you don't do it perfectly, you are tormented forever and burned? At like, Are you kidding me? That's the, uh,
1: yeah. that
0: doesn't even make sense. If uh, you, you get seven, you get a test. If you mess it up, sorry, you're gonna burn in the fires of hell forever. Yep. Like, it just doesn't make any sense.
1: And so we right, we both grew up in the Catholic Church, and, and when you grow up in it, you fully, firmly believe it is truth because that is your reality. And you live in fear. Yep. Well, We grew up in the reality of Catholicism in that if you die with mortal sin on your soul, you burn in hell forever. I remember when I was younger, Dad didn't go to church, and I was so afraid that our dad was going to go burn in hell forever. Like, as a child, you know how, like, detrimental that is and how terrifying that is as a child. And I think just like really the point of of what you just said and this is something that like really helped it break through for me. That again, we're on this earth for a blip in time. Literally an infinite time, it's it's almost nothing. It's way closer to nothing than it is to something because it's <laughs> such a short period of time. And the fact to think that okay, well if you don't do things exactly right this time and and for the 70, 80, 90, maybe maybe five years, maybe 10, maybe 50, whatever it may be, that short period of time, that if you don't do it correctly, you go to the place that you can't even fathom. You, can, you literally cannot even think about it. It is so, so terrible that when we think about being in hell for eternity, that thought cannot even fully grasp exactly what that means. You know what I mean? Like this thing is that terrible that we can't even fully understand it at all. And that was really one of the things I was like, that just doesn't seem right. And for anyone out there right now who, who believes that, listen, I, we love you. We're not even saying that you're wrong and that your views are wrong. Of course, we're not, because based on our conversation, like your thoughts are validated. Your thoughts are right for the reality that you grew up in and from where you came from. We just love you and would love to help you release that thought and think about it in that sort of a way and, and understand that it actually it doesn't really make much sense, but it is a great tool to get people to do what you want them to do. like If you think about it, it's like the greatest tool ever. It's like the, the number one thing you could say to somebody to try to get them to do what you want them to do. Right. The hell thing, that really, for me, uh, that was something that really like helped break me free from that. And when we think that when we die, we may go to hell, that is a terrifying thought that I don't want anyone to ever live
0: with. Because it's it's really scary. I mean, that was a deep rooted belief that I I had for a really long time, and yep. it just didn't feel it didn't sit right with me. Right. Something just didn't didn't make sense. I was like, and then I really had to do a lot of work to just like uproot that yeah. that cancerous tree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Because believing that you live in a lot of like guilt and shame, right, and mm-hmm, fear. Mm-hmm. And in life, everything comes down to, every single decision, anything in life comes down to essentially two things. You're either choosing love or you're choosing fear. Right?
1: Mm -hmm. And yeah, we want to choose, I mean, love. It's not always easy, but love as often as humanly possible. And in moments when when our awareness is brought to and it's like, okay, right now, am I going to choose love or am I going to choose fear? To always, always choose love. And, um, also too, I'd, with, with, um, you know, with the idea of God, um, it was hard for me to believe also that this all loving God would potentially banish you to the fiery depths of hell it's, for eternity, for infinite time. For it's eternity. such a
0: contradiction.
1: It is. And right. That's, that, and that's yeah. really what it was. Like it didn't sit with us. Right. We didn't know really what was happening yet, but it just didn't align and just didn't feel Right. Right. So it just if you're listening to this right now and you're Catholic, so much love for you. We have a Catholic in our family. You want to go? Yeah.
0: Because yeah. And we actually talk about this. A lot of the teachings that we're listening to now kind of brings us back to the Catholic Church, but yeah. not the the sort of control parts of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like like I, Jesus was real. Yep. totally. He was a completely enlightened human being. and. Yep. Because before that it was an eye for an eye on the planet, right? That's how people thought, eye for an eye, that was it. And he's like, no, 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 no. You have to have love for people. And it shifted the way the world viewed things, right? And it started, like it literally changed the world. Well, again, over time, like corruption, people, humans have egos and the ego to survive and to control kind of overtook it. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to get into all the things that the Catholic Church has been accused of in the recent years, but, like, to hurt children, like, and like that, yeah. come on. And
1: I feel like with that, too, it's like we're all we're all humans, right? So right. I, for me, I can't... I don't know. It's tough for me to, you know... People definitely knew some things, but it's like you could have the most beautiful ideas, religion, thought, whatever you want to call it, and there could be the human factor that steps in, and that does things that aren't in the best way or, or in the best light. Yeah. And um, just it, and coming back to like the, the, fear of, the fear of death. And I think that's one of them. Like I would be terrified of death if I thought I might go to hell. You know what I mean? It's like I believe I'm a good person. And always try to do what's right and what's best and show love and be kind. But when we can, you know, really realize that it's like we never die. Like, yes, Justin, this physical body will go back into the earth and it, it will have a time where it is no more. But my energy and my soul, we it goes on forever. Yes. And when we can, if we just, everyone think, if we could remove the fear of death from this world and, and our society and how just insanely
0: different things would be. It would completely change everything. Yeah. And it's like something that we, we never we never talk about. That exact I'm glad you brought that up. That's something that I feel like because of my near death experience like we need to talk about it more. We need yeah. to talk about death because it, hap- it happens to that's one thing we all have in common.
1: Yeah.
0: All of us. And we need to like come to terms with it and not be afraid of it. Mhm.
1: Right. And nope. I got it yeah. And just I want everyone to like really know too, as we're talking about these things, like we I, I get that these are like somewhat radical thoughts. These are things that may kind of strike a chord in you at first. Completely. It may be hard for you to grasp and and embrace because I know that that's true because that was me at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I, if you told me that we didn't die, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, like that just because of my deep rooted beliefs, it just literally messes with my energy. Like it feels weird and and it kind of makes you feel like anger. Right. You know what I mean? Because it is so different than what you have been drilled into your mind to believe. Forever. Yes. We
0: got drilled in that growing up. Yep. Our parents, their parents, forever it's been it's been passed down. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't, like, be mad at it. It's just the programming. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Like, it's like we're more than our bodies. We're way, 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 way more. Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know, there's a reason, like, everybody's come across the type of people that are just positive all the time. Like, everything just seems so easy for them. It's because we're creative manifestors. We're extremely powerful. And what do you think about all the time, you see in life, mm-hmm. right? Like... Your whole life starts from within. Like, I went through a rough patch over the last, like, in and out, like, the last five years. And it's because I forgot that it starts from within. I was chasing things on the outside that didn't matter. And I was like, why am I so miserable? I was like, holy shit, that's, it's because. And, like, recently, recently really understood. But I look at those last, you know, five times in the last five years, they weren't, like, bad, like because right before that I was flying high vibration and I forgot, but forgetting made me remember even harder. Now I'm like, I feel like I can literally do anything. And it just took a lot of practice and things that, you know, like quote unquote go bad in life aren't really bad. Mm -hmm. They're typically what makes you into who you are, right? Like how many stories have you heard of people changing their lives after a certain bad situation, a death in the family, maybe a drug addiction, anything like that. So much, yeah. And so that's the thing, because since time doesn't exist on the higher plane, if something bad happens, it might seem like it's bad now. But when you look back five years from now, you'll realize that that was a pivotal point into making you who you are. And you would never be able to be as successful as you are if that didn't happen. So in reality, was it bad? No, it was a good thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. Right? Yep, exactly. And again, Eckhart talks about this from a higher level of consciousness and understanding. Right? If that, again, quote-unquote bad thing led you to who you are now and this, you know, beautiful person and it's like, Successful can be so many different things like to me successful is like being a good person. It's being happy. <laughs> and having a good it's heart. actually being happy. being happy.
0: Yep. Actually happy, right.
1: And it's like if you look back and that thing was actually a catalyst in getting you there, then how could it be a bad thing? It's like it's not. From that higher viewpoint, it's actually not at all. It was needed to get you there, so how could it be bad? It's actually kind of
0: what you're asking for. Yeah. To be ultimately happy.
1: Right. Right? right. You know. It's like, right, because you do want to be ultimately happy. And God, the universe is like, well, here you go. This is going to be something. It might not seem like that right now, but it's it like,
0: is. It's kind of like when you work out and go to the gym, you get sore. But then you're stronger after. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it may hurt a little bit now, and it may be tough in this moment.
0: Right. Especially when you first start. So, like, anybody that's trying to make changes, just start with small changes Again, it's like when you start working out for the first time, the first two weeks sucks. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> They're miserable. You're like sore. You're like Your endorphins aren't really flowing properly yet. Uh, but then after you get over the hump, you're like, oh, okay. It's a little easier. It's like cruising up to, you know, like a plane taking off and you're hitting all that resistance before you hit cruising altitude.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I, I want to just quickly... Um, talk about something that you uh, had just mentioned where it's like, right. You realized that, you know, over those years of like kind of struggles and ups and downs, you realize that it was like all really, it's all within you. Right. And that's something I've really connected to recently is knowing that my outer reality is just a reflection of my inner reality and inner self. And I'd heard that for like a year or two and I just like really, f- didn't really fully grasp it or, get it yet. And, you know, through books and through podcasts and through talking to you and Emily and the mastermind, you know, it's all these little things that over time, uh, help that click more for me. And when we can really understand that it's all within us, everything on the outside world is just about with who we are on the inside. That changes everything. You don't need anything materialistic. You don't even need to be, you know, grasping or reaching for certain things it's like when you can be at peace and you can be in a good mindset the world around you could be in chaos but it's not it's almost like you don't you can be aware that it may be in chaos but you don't really see it that way because of who you are internally and who Mm -hmm. you are on the inside and it's like Abraham oh no who uh Bashar talks a lot about this it's not about what happens to you it's about what you do with what happens to you. And what you do with that has a lot to do, it has everything to do with who you are
0: internally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know really. It's not about chasing material things, because material things do not matter. If you chase material things your whole life, you will be a miserable person. If but if you center yourself and become purely happy on the inside, all of that stuff will just come to you. Mm-hmm. But it's not you ch- trying to get the material stuff. It's just a result of your abundance mm-hmm. mentality. And it's not you
1: identifying yourself
0: with those things. Yes, that doesn't, you, that, doesn't, that doesn't make who you are. If you identify with a big house and a Lamborghini.
1: I have like empathy for you. I yeah. love you. I feel, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I,
0: you're just empty. You're just a little empty, you know what I mean? And maybe it makes you feel more full than you were before. Mm-hmm. You were coming from an emptier place. And there are steps to this. Right. Like for me, when I moved out to California, I got a cool car and I was like, as soon as I got it, I was like, I feel worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, this is not who I am. Like, uh-huh. who cares about this? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes.
1: And thank you for, I kind of forgot about that, but the, the convertible Audi you got. But thank you for bringing that up right now because it's so important right now in you talking about how those things don't fill you up. You know what I mean to use a real life experience that you had that showed you that it didn't fill you right. up.
0: But and again that experience had to happen to show me. Yes. Right? Because yes. if if somebody's work like if you're working hard or whatever and your main goal is that and you're just you know whatever you're working a job that doesn't pay well and that's your main goal, your main goal, your main goal, your main goal. It's just not it's just not fulfilling. Exactly. It's just not fulfilling. Yep. You know what I mean? It's it could be a marker into being like, cool, I'm progressing as far as you know, metrics and sales or something like that, but it's not it's just it's not about that. It's just not about that stuff. That I'm not to say cool cars is right or wrong, because it's not. Right. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's also very important just to be honest with who you are. I mean, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a sick ass car again. I mean, I love my truck now, but you know what I mean. I'm not. I don't identify with that, Mm -hmm. right? If you identify yourself being the nice house, the cool car, uh, the the wife, with all the fake everything, you know what I mean. And you're just that is for ego to show people something, right? You know, unless it's not. Because if you're able to, if that's just who you are and it's not ego and you're like, that actually makes you happy, that's cool too. That exists. Yeah, yeah. Right? That just doesn't exist for me. Right? Right? Because, you know, like, again, everybody's right. You know? Uh, yeah. But it, the importance is being honest with yourself.
1: That's, yeah.
0: Being really honest with yourself because your ego could lie to you a lot and you could just be like, no, I am happy. But it's like, people that, you know, it's like... There's so many people that don't know what actual happiness feels like. And they think they're happy, but they don't know. And I didn't know until I was just centered and at peace. And I was like, oh, I'm so at peace right now. I don't need anything. Like I literally don't need anything I to be know. happy. Uh-huh. Because the happiness...
1: It, there can be little blips of happiness from your car or your house or the person you're dating in terms of like their physicality. But those little blips they're they're fleeting. You know what I mean? And they don't bring you true everlasting happiness. Then you
0: gotta get the new next car, you gotta get yeah. the bigger house. You know, are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it for everyone else to think some way of you?
1: Yep. It's true. And getting to a place where I feel this I feel like I don't need anything. Like I really I don't. I want to work on myself and my own internal happiness and my growth and am I grateful every single day? Am I finding joy in the little things? Mm -hmm. It's like those are the things that I feel like, at least for me, are very important and that help me feel fulfilled. And the nice house or the nice car are just going to be outliers and kind of just like
0: the result of, yeah,
1: the result of, right, of me being in those higher vibrational places. And they'll be cool and they'll be there to maybe make life like a little bit just smoother or easier. But it's not something to like identify my, myself with at all. I want to identify myself with like literally happiness and joy and peace and love. Those are the things that I want to come for me from the inside and then everything else will just fall into place. Right.
0: One thing too though is like once you get really centered um, and because again, we are abundance Abundance, 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 yeah. and right now I feel like I'm so abundant in everything. Like, like I meditate, money comes to me effortlessly, and like it just does. And it's like I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um,
1: yeah, and that's like money can
0: just like be but, there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and it equals freedom. You need you need money to live. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to like it just. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like it just happens to be like a system that we live in that money equals you being able to do whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. And live free.
0: Yeah. Not for material things, to be able to do whatever I want. Yeah,
1: yeah. All you know right.
0: what I mean? Like, having toys, again, is cool. It's fine. It's really it's, really not, it's not a big deal, but it's totally fine. Um, but, again, not just striving. Like, you can't make a million dollars with a $50,000 a year mindset. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's important, like, not to strive for the, f- for the material things. You have to change yourself from within and then everything changes around you. Right? Exactly. So you're striving to be a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And as a result, all that, stuff com- all that stuff comes. Not striving for a material thing.
1: Right, right. Right, you see the yeah. difference? Yep, it's huge. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a massive difference.
0: Yes. All right.
1: Awesome. So, um, what I do want to ask you, and it's everyone knows this. It's the same question I ask every single guest on the podcast. Is you? I mean, you know this, but I, I always have to just preface it. You know, my goal is Inspire Love Movement is just is to not just to it is to shift the collective consciousness, right, to a more yes. peaceful, loving oneness together place just a beautiful consciousness that is possible because we all have it within us it's not going to happen by me or you or anybody forcing it down someone's throat we've talked about that a million times it never works that way you can't force people to do things ever and impose your beliefs on them you have to show up in the world be the best version of yourself hopefully they notice it see it see that there's something there of value and on their own want to get there yes and I know we all can make that choice of living in a place that is just filled with love and joy and happiness and peace and our oneness. So it can happen. It starts with each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And so what do you feel like you are doing um, now every day in order to have your, bring your attention inward, be who you are so that you can represent yourself and show up in the world to help in this shift of consciousness.
0: Um, So it's, Number one, very important for anybody that is, feels like they're kind of awake. Like, not woke. <laughs> That's something else, you know, that like, is really trying to come from a place of peace and love is just to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Be the light. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, if, for example, something happens that people would perceive as negative, and I react in a calm, centered way, people seeing that, me reacting that way, is what changes the world. Because then they go, oh, he should have just screamed at that guy that just hit his car. But he's very cool about it, like, huh. It didn't really bother him, huh. Maybe I can be like that. Yeah. It's really just being the light, not forcing people to do, like not forcing anybody to do thing or telling them, this is how you should act. It's about being the actual, it's like, it's actually our responsibility. It's our responsibility to be the best versions of ourselves. And it comes with everything, eating right, waking up early, working out, like taking vitamins, like, uh, you know, being in the sauna, doing everything I possibly can to make my physical body the best version it can be. Meditating, you know, doing, talking to you and Anna Lee and the Mastermind group, and raising our vibration and catching ourselves every time we kind of fall off, and just keep trying and keep trying, and really never let ego take over and get triggered and yell at somebody or anything like that, because not only do you see it physically, it manifests. It's a, it's an energy field that touches other people, and you might not even notice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: love that. I mean that's so that's good. good. It's like it's like and I was I was waiting for you to to get there when you were saying like go to the sauna, eat right, take care of yourself. I was waiting for you and then you hit it. The overall idea is being as high vibrational that you can. Literally being the light in every moment or as often as possible so that you can Impact other people. They can see what's happening. They can feel your energy because that was perfect too. It's like we're an energy field. So like when we do those things, the energy goes out and it affects the entire it's consciousness like the, of pe- everything. People
0: that you don't even know. Yep. Like you could you could act a certain way that affects somebody in the room that you never even talked to, and now they go talk to somebody that they know, right? And it just like spreads.
1: It does. Energy just keeps spreading, and your thoughts and your being and like realize. This is like realize everyone how special and important you are and you're not special in the way where it's like everyone's special and everyone gets a gold medal it's like not that you are special because you're a manifestation of god in this in on this planet you're special because your energy and your thoughts matter they fuel and add to the collective consciousness of this planet
0: the world's so important the world literally wouldn't exist without you exactly from the from the homeless person on the street to the richest person they are equal. Mm-hmm. Not one is not better than the other yes. at all. Mm-hmm. They're equal.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Right, they might be cleaned up and stuff, but it doesn't when it comes down to it we're literally all the same. That homeless person could be way also could be way happier than the billionaire. Cuz the billionaire is focused on ego and maybe started on the right path, but then lost because once you get to that level, it's like, well, I need more, I need more, I need more. Mm-hmm. And the homeless person is just sitting there like, I don't need anything.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. When I was living in Ocean Beach in San Diego, I was like in the middle of town and it was after work and my mind was racing about what I got to get dough, like what I have to get done and what I have to do. And I wasn't feeling great because I was anxious and worried about stuff. I wasn't being present, right, at all. And then in my madness, in the ego and chaos of my mind, thankfully, I was brought back to the present in a moment. There was a homeless guy who walked by me and he's like, hey, Larry, I'm gonna go catch a sunset at the beach. The beach was like a block away. He's like, I'm just gonna go catch a sunset real quick. And in that moment, I was like, someone could look at the both of us and think I have so much more because I have an apartment and I have clean clothes and I have money in my pocket. But in that moment, he had so much more than I had.
0: That's complete freedom.
1: Yep. That is freedom. Yep. He was free and present and not worried about anything, just enjoying the now and being like, I'm going to go enjoy the sunset. Listen, the sunset was just as easily able for me to go see it as well, but that's not where my mind was at all because I wasn't present. I was everywhere else filled with all of these anxious thoughts. And that was like, I mean, that was years ago, and that was such a profound moment for me. It like snapped me back into the present, and I was like, Wow, this guy—you know—I can literally learn. You can learn from anybody in any single moment, and I was just grateful for that lesson from him.
0: And then a couple, just one other quick thing. Like it's the two things that, um, for happiness, are progressing as a human every day, doing things to get to better yourself. You know, like your spirituality, like, you know, physically to be healthy, and then serving others. Those two things are literally what what equate to happiness.
1: I mean, we've talked about that before too. And I kind of go back and forth. I'm like, do we have to do anything? Aren't we here? You can just be when we're here. And that's the thing. Everything is fine. They're all good. You know what I mean? Like there's no right or wrong. There's no this or that. Again, it's the end. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that is really so true. Like when we're serving others, how amazing does that
0: feel? There's, it's like selfish but in the best way. Um, what, yeah, what's your, your boy, your uh, guy said that on the podcast the other day. It is, it's like, it, it, right? it's selfish to help others because it makes you feel good. Yeah. But like, it makes you feel good in a, like, there's just nothing like it. The feeling, the overwhelming feeling of like love that comes over you just by doing something little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even just like complimenting somebody
1: out. The littlest things for real. Yeah. Yeah. And then when so that that is that's one of them. If you feel so fulfilled and so good. And then the other thing that you mentioned, like when we're able to progress as a soul and as a person and and literally do our best and like try to be the best versions of ourselves or just be the best versions of ourselves. Like, that feels amazing as well. Mm-hmm. That feels so fulfilled. And that's okay if you don't agree with any, either one of those and you say, hey, I just want to be, that's okay too.
0: Just being is There's fine.
1: Like, yep, that's totally fine too. <laughs> but we've talked about this, like, for our souls and our fulfillment, That those two things do line up a lot with, with, my, with, with my fulfillment.
0: I, I feel like good. just being, though, also is you progressing. Yeah, yeah. Because you realize that you don't need... Yes, all of the physical stuff, yeah. it's tiring. I know. <laughs> it's tiring having to, right? Always having to have the best of everything. It's yeah. like, and we live in a world like we're consumers. That's what they do. You know what I mean? No one needs yeah. a new iPhone every time. Like, you need one phone. Like, realistically, you need like two pairs of, two, two sets of clothes. Like, all the <laughs> shit. Like, you don't need it. Like, what do you need it for? We're just told you need more and more and more. And then all of that consuming literally leads to the degradation of the planet. Yeah. So, you
1: know, like, yeah. Yeah. And um, everybody, thank you for, for being um, with us today. I just want to be, like, real transparent. Obviously, you know, there were some ideas and thoughts that we brought up. They weren't made to be confrontational. They weren't made for you to feel like our ideas are right, our near ideas are wrong. I want to make that, like, super clear. In our minds, there is no right or wrong. And everybody is entitled to their opinion and their views based off their experience. And we're just
0: sharing ours. Yep, I just want people to be happy. Yeah. Like I just want we're... everyone to be happy. Yep, like, re- like really happy, not like fake drunk happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. really, really, really happy within and like fulfilled.
1: Yep, And everything we talked about is like, we have the best intentions for humanity and for everybody listening. And it really only comes from a place of love, right? We love you. We want you to be happy. We want you to feel good. We want you to be fulfilled. And these are just our thoughts based based off of our experiences, right? And you have your own thoughts based off of yours, and that is totally fine too. And it's important, obviously, we talked about this earlier, to hear different perspectives and different understandings and hear things from another angle so that you can at least be aware of it and then understand, hey, is this something that you know aligns with me? Maybe it does, and maybe it doesn't.
0: And if it doesn't, it's okay.
1: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> totally fine. Totally it's okay. Fine.
0: Love, 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 love.
1: Yes, for real. Always, I don't know. How to say, do our best. Always come from a place of love and kindness. Always, your life will be so much better. Your life will be so fulfilled. You will feel great. And um, I don't know. You know, it's something that I feel like we've tapped into more recently than ever, is is uh, coming from those places and it really does. It changes your life. It just it, it, it creates such happiness and like and such overwhelming peace. And like who doesn't want to be in the energy of love? It's it's the energy of the universe. It's what it's who we are at our soul, at our at our higher self, at our core. So it's like when we can actually connect and align to those things, that's when I feel like we feel the best.
0: And I just thought of something. So I know the word love has uh, certain meanings to people it's like it's not the romantic love right. it's just that peace mm-hmm. right like because again words are inadequate and we realize that words you have certain beliefs and thoughts attached to them that's why that's why communication gets so jumbled yeah. sometimes but you know the love is what we're talking about is the is like the good feeling yeah. not like the romantic lust you have for another mm-hmm. it's The good feeling opposed to the fear feeling that is that bad pit in your stomach you know like you're afraid why you don't do something why you're quiet in a room right because you are afraid Mm -hmm. and you're not shining that's that's the difference yeah
1: awesome thank you for that and it's like in moments like when you give to somebody that incredible feeling you feel that is the energy of love yeah. When you don't judge somebody and you choose to see something good in them, that is the energy of love because that makes you feel incredible. And that's where it is. It's, it's the energy and the emotions and the feelings that you have that you know them when you feel them with how just incredible they make you feel. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. This was so good. I'm glad we got to, to just be on here and, and chat. We have conversations like this all the time, so it's just fun to be able to share them
0: hell yeah other
1: people as well so everybody thanks again for being here we have so much love for you um we just want you to be at peace and happy and feel joy and feel love um so thank you for being here tom i love you so much i love you yes thank you for hopping on so we could do this and um we're good we're good love it love everybody we'll see you next time later everybody